This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello there and welcome to another Eurogamer newscast. And this week we're talking about CD Projekt and its fountain of announcements uh, this week. Uh, joining me as ever, it's the Eurogamer news reporting team. We've got Ed Nightingale. Hello. Victoria Kennedy. Hello. Ishraq Siban. Hello. And I'm Tom Phillips. And we're talking about three Witcher games, a cyberpunk sequel, some more Witcher games, uh, another cyberpunk thing, and a brand new franchise from CD Projekt. They really just laid everything on the table, it feels like, this week in uh, an avalanche of announcements to investors and the public. And um, some of this stuff we knew, um, we were expecting, like the next Witcher stuff. Some of the stuff we weren't expecting at all, like a full-blown sequel to Cyberpunk, as they've described it. And some of the stuff that we were expecting, there's no mention here of the Cyberpunk multiplayer standalone AAA project, which they've talked about before, seemingly not there. Or is it? We'll be talking about all of that. Uh, Ed, you've been off on holiday this week um, <laughs> and very busy, so I appreciate maybe... Uh, you were not aware of this all happening um, when it did. Uh, it was uh, late Tuesday, I think, UK time. Uh, but have you caught up today? Are you surprised by the amount of stuff that they just revealed all in one go? Yeah, it's a lot of information. It's a lot of code names. It's quite confusing to sort of work out what is what. Um, they've gone sort of full Marvel on this and just laid out everything that they're doing for the next few years, um, which I actually quite like because it means that at least now we know what's coming. We can hold them accountable to that. Um, and it feels like after the cyberpunk fiasco, let's say, um, they are trying to be a bit more transparent and open about this is what we're doing now. This is what our plan is. Um, and I think, Actually, I appreciate that. It's nice to know how much they've got planned. It's good to know that they're not dropping Cyberpunk anytime soon. It's good to know that they've still got a ton of Witcher stuff in development, which isn't surprising, I don't think. It's such a big franchise. It's almost surprising that we've had not very much since The Witcher 3, to be honest. Um, so it's good to know that they've got so much in development. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice that they're being transparent about it, I think. Victoria, why, I mean, Ed mentioned Cyberpunk there, and obviously that casts a very long shadow. Mm. Um, yes. Is that is that the reason, do you think, that they are announcing all of this now to sort of build back confidence? Or, you know, we've seen lots, lots of leaks recently. Or, 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 or do you think that they just want to copy Marvel? What, why I, do you think that they're doing all of this right now? See, I don't know, and I do get slightly anxious that they are just to play devil's advocate here. They they are letting us know a lot of stuff that they're releasing over the next what decade ish. I don't I know we don't have an exact time frame for all of this stuff, but then I kind of feel that they had Cyberpunk was announced what like ten years ago, as in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, 
and we all saw how that turned out. And I now just worry that they're going to be potentially hoisting themselves on their own petard and sort of like they've got this layout, but we knew that Cyberpunk was coming before and that still didn't really work in their favor. So maybe they should have played their cards closer to their chest. Like, I, I'm not really... I, I agree with what Ed said in the sense, like, I do appreciate the transparency and, you know, they are potentially getting ahead of, like you said, leakers and things because we all know how leakers are. <laughs> um, but then also, they like, looking at their content, that is a lot of stuff that they have coming. And I just hope that they can, I don't know, live, live up to, I suppose, the ideas of what it wants. <sighs> I don't know. I, I'm slightly issues from cyberpunk and you know all, not, yeah. not just the release issues and the technical problems that that had but also the but issues like the crunch issues as well like there's a lot of stuff there and i know that we have uh, we wrote a story yesterday about how they've got this new studio happening in north america and things and so they are expanding their team and they mentioned that they're looking to you know look into the talent pool of north america but it still just feels like there's a lot on their plate for essentially what is one development company even though it's multiple studios yeah, they're launching a new studio in Boston, which I didn't realise until yesterday. And Victoria told me is famous for its baked beans. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Boston really? baked beans. I didn't know that. That's Boston a thing. Baked beans. No, Boston I looked it up. There's a Wikipedia article. <laughs> I mean, I knew I the tea like, party, but not the bean party. Yeah, the Red Sox <laughs> baked beans. Baked I don't beans? know. Maybe in England we're just spoiled by Heinz, and we just don't. We're not aware. Beans, if you're in America and you've heard of baked thing. beans from Boston, let us know. I hate baked beans as it is, but that's a whole other tangent. So, oh, well. <laughs> um, I didn't derail us this time. In my defence, that was on Tom. Let's break down what they announced because there's a lot. Uh, we knew already that they were doing a new Witcher game, and we've covered it on the site. We wrote a whole article about the medallion that they showed off, it's which was a links. It's a links, yeah. Yes. Um, so we knew one was coming, but we didn't know three were coming and they termed it as a new trilogy, clearly trying to evoke the happy memories of running around with Geralt and mm-hmm. all of that. Uh, and that's coming out over the course of six or seven years. And the first one's not coming out for at least three years. So it really is like a decade of Witcher yeah. that they're sort of talking about here. I mean, uh-huh. I think when they're saying their six-year timeline, though, I think a lot of people are like, that's ridiculous, it's one every two years. But I think it's going to be like, start of the six years, one, three years in will be two, then on the sixth year it'll be three. So I think it'll be three years between each one rather than two. I hope so. It's an interesting, it, it reminded me of the scope and the ambition of the Mass Effect series, which... I mean, it's very rare to, for a developer to come out and say, we're going to do three game, three AAA blockbuster, mass, like these are not small games, right? Big open world RPGs. And we're going to do a, a full trilogy, you know, with our story. And uh, that that's the ambition. And like EA, a Bioware struggled, like Mass Effect 2 famously you know, was they put it together in not very long. Mass Effect 3 had its own issues when it came out with the story and, and the fact that things were, you know, they were on a tight schedule. And I just, yeah, this is this is extremely ambitious. But it's also really interesting because when you think about big games, you think, well, how long are they each going to be supported? And you see, like, 
Valhalla, Assassin's Creed has had two full years of support, a massive expansion this year. Are they just not going to do that with these Witcher games? And instead, they're just going to do one big launch and then no DLC afterwards and say, come back in two years and actually we'll be working on Witcher 5 to follow which four but then if you see what they're doing with cyberpunk they've said that there is going to be only that um is it phantom phantom liberty phantom city phantom, phantom liberty? liberty i think phantom yeah, phantom liberty. Liberty, yeah. and that is their only planned expansion for 2077 so maybe that is they're going to do more condensed dlc offerings for a wider variety of games mm. i think it's more than that i think i think the way i see this entire roadmap is this is cd project red sort of expanding sort of having a show of force saying that we can be on the same league as the big publishers, EA, Ubisoft, Activision, you name it. We're going to have multiple AAA games with expansions. Um, it's just whether or not they can actually fulfill those promises. Um, and they don't have a proven track record, unfortunately. So we just don't know at, at this stage. So you think they're potentially biting off more than they can chew to sort of prove themselves? Yeah, I'm a bit apprehensive. It's, it's a lot they've, they've, they've now announced. Um, that that's the thing where I do appreciate the transparency. There is an advantage of them sort of keeping these things secret that they could just if if they are overstretched, they could can a project with potentially us never knowing. Um I mean, leaks do come. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, it, it it's a lot on their on their plate now and I, I, I just don't know if they can do it yet. It is interesting that they've not put a single date on any of this stuff. They've, they've talked, like, the new Witcher game, Witcher 4, whatever it's called, is at least three years out. But apart from that, we really don't have dates for any of this. So I guess all they can do is delay. But they have, you're right, Ishrak, committed to this publicly. Um, and it's interesting hearing you talk about, you know, standing up there with the big boys. And, I mean, I, I think of Bioware, which is funded by EA massive massive company and it's struggling well not struggling maybe that's the wrong word but it it is it, certainly not announcing the kind of project slate that yeah. cg project red announced this week we know that it has dragon age uh dreadwolf in production maybe 18 months out now hopefully maybe two years that's been worked on for five years plus already we know they've got a next Mass Effect, but they've not said anything about that. They're certainly not announcing a new trilogy <laughs> and a new IP and all of this other stuff. It's so, so ambitious. Um, yeah, so... I think that, tri that trilogy alone is, is ambitious to do in the time. But then there's these two other Witcher games that are being done by third parties. So they, they're clearly expanding outwards, but I think they are realizing how big the Witcher brand already is and, and can be. Um, and trying to get other developers involved as well. And there's a lot of speculation about who that other third party is going to be. Who do you think? Oh, well, I mean, it could be anyone. <laughs> yeah, <really could> be. <laughs> yeah, so we've got Project Sirius, which is by the... Um, is it the Flame and the Flood developer, Molasses Flood? Molasses Flood, Molasses yeah. Flood yeah. And uh, Project Canis Majoris by an unnamed third party. Do you think, Ed, that these are going to be sandwiched in between the other Witcher games to keep sort of interest ticking over, maybe in place of expansions? That would certainly make sense. Um, you know, trying to do a full trilogy in the time frame that we've discussed, having these other games in between 
keeps things ticking over that they don't have to you know worry about as much um i think it also gives an opportunity to to introduce new characters introduce new side stories um there's been a lot of chat about where the story is going especially in terms of siri um i don't know if siri will end up being the protagonist of this new trilogy or is siri canis majoris um and and you know is is the lead in this other side story um you know there's a lot of potential there um it feels like we've been leading towards i mean the books or the tv show if you've watched those and then the games are definitely leading it towards it being series story more than Geralt's really um and i can imagine them sort of going full in on a series game whether that's the trilogy or a spin-off you know maybe people are too attached to Geralt and want to you know don't want to don't want to lose Geralt Hmm. I can definitely see him as the sort of the mentor figure in these games, but yeah, I think we're done playing as him now. I had um, heard a few people say that it was a Geralt trilogy. That's is that I, I hadn't actually heard that officially confirmed, but I've seen a few people saying that that is what it is. I think it's speculation at this point, but I think anyway. Because I assumed it would be a Siri situation. She does know a lot. You ask her the weather, <laughs> she'll tell you. I knew someone would get in a joke like that at some point. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> Shocking joke. Absolutely. Are you serious? Uh, <laughs> you canis be serious, Majoris. Um, the they're all named after star constellations. constellations. Yeah. Canis Majoris is Greater Dog or Big Dog, serious which was a, dog. Uh, a nickname for Boris Johnson, wasn't it? Save Big Dog. Maybe it's the Boris Johnson Witcher <laughs> game. There we go. <laughs> No, he hasn't got no, much to do these days. God, that's what can you imagine? <laughs> um, from what I've seen, they're they're related to constellations about bears and wolves, which are the different witch schools. To the witch schools, oh, cool. yeah. Orion and Hadar aren't, as far as I'm aware. But Orion and Hadar aren't from the Witcher yeah, exactly. series, so yeah. The so, series uh, is a dog, and Canis is dog. Orion is the codename for Cyberpunk 2, which they have said is a full-blown sequel, and that's um, being made out of the Boston studio that we mentioned earlier. And uh, joining that studio, flying over from Poland to uh, the baked bean capital of the world <laughs> is Pavel Sasko and a number of other high-profile members of the original Cyberpunk team. And they're also going to be working in conjunction with the existing cyberpunk studio in Vancouver, home of the tax breaks. So that's what they're going to be doing. And then Poland presumably is going to be all witchery. Um, and that's how they're it's going to be divided. They'll still be working alongside the devs in Warsaw for the cyberpunk game. But mm. I assume most of the production will be happening in Boston. Something that just occurred to me is... Um, they were talking about how this is like old news, but they were transitioning from their proprietary Red Engine to the Unreal Engine. And I think that's part of the key thing about churning out so many games is that they can do the collaboration. Um, whereas one of the core problems with Cyberpunk 2077 was that you'd have a lot of churn in terms of developers and they'd have to retrain to learn to use the new, new engine. Whereas I think most developers know how to use Unreal Engine, which should make it a lot easier to like produce games. Um, which is why they probably can expand it out to third-party studios. And that's probably why they're moving to Boston as well, to to try and get some of that American and Canadian talent, mm. um, you know, who are more familiar with that engine. 
and it makes sense to keep the Witcher stuff based in Poland because it's a Polish franchise. It's a Polish author. That is true. Yeah. We knew that Witcher was going to be uh, Unreal Engine 5. The expectation is that Cyberpunk 2 will be as well. And I made this joke already on Twitter. But as we all know, Epic does have a um, model already lying around of Keanu Reeves. So they just <laughs> import that from the Matrix experience and then put him in Fortnite when Cyberpunk 2 of comes course. out inevitably. inevitably. More Keanu. Yeah. Geralt is not yet in Fortnite, which I'm absolutely sure will change when they are ready to ship this first. Geralt picture. shooting a gun? Spider-Man <laughs> shooting a gun? You think that was in the Batman? contract when they were signing it with Epic? Like, yeah, we'll give you Unreal Engine free of charge, but you got to put, it in Fort- you put Geralt in Fortnite. <laughs> They'll probably make more money that way, to be honest. I mean, but, I mean, we joke, this is basically Epic's spiel. Like, they have very close ties with people like Gearbox, Borderlands, and we've seen characters from Borderlands end up mm. there. Even Goat Simulator. You can now play <laughs> as a goat man yes. in Fortnite if you pre-order Goat Simulator 3. Are you kidding me? Oh. <laughs> very good. Um, while Enemy we're on the Witcher... Back on holiday. <laughs> while we're on the Witcher, where is the Witcher 3 remaster, or whatever they're calling it? Yes. Because that's not on the roadmap. <laughs> very it's good not. question. Yeah, is yeah that it wasn't still on the roadmap. This, they said it still this year but we're at 6th of october now that we're recording today and there's less than three months left of the year so the last we heard was they were moving the development in-house wasn't it and it was it was previously a third-party studio um and i think they weren't happy with the work that was going on over there um and we haven't heard anything since then yeah last i heard was that it had moved i'm pretty sure that was for the witcher yeah Mm. there's also isn't there some dlc tied in with the netflix show I didn't know that. Oh, is it? Oh, I made that up. <laughs> or, no, sorry, Witcher. For the Witcher. Oh, the Witcher. Yeah, I hadn't... I'm, I'm, I, I completely made that up. I thought... <laughs> <laughs> you said it with such certainty that I was like, yeah, oh, I, I was like, just missed this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Googling okay. happening. <laughs> Maybe that's got lost alongside the uh, next current gen update. Oh, no, that's Cyberpunk multiplayer. And the Cyberpunk multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. good point, Victoria. Um, one thing we've not mentioned, actually, from uh, the announcements this week was quite an interesting... You're right. We're getting right. Witcher 3. I've, so I've looked it up on this website called Eurogamer.net. Um, and <laughs> 10th of July, 2021, so it might be out of date. Uh, Witcher 3 is getting DLC inspired by the Netflix show. I'm so glad I didn't write that because I would have been really horrified I'd forgotten. It was written by Wes. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> so we can blame them if it's wrong. Uh, or, or they just delayed it. But yes, yeah, so w- what's happening with Cyberpunk multiplayer? And, and an interesting thing they said this week was that their single player projects will have multiplayer added to enhance them. And I mean, I keep saying this over and over, but where's the multiplayer project for Cyberpunk? Is Project Orion what that standalone AAA multiplayer experience that they've been tinkering with for years and years and years? I is hope that it's morphed not. into that? But then the question is: is is then if their new games on Unreal Engine, I don't think it would be if they were already developing a multiplayer component for under the old engine. So it's hard to say unless they scrapped it all, um, which is potentially what they did. But it's really hard to say. Is there? 
Sorry, Victoria, you go. I was going to say, because how long ago did they announce this multiplayer? Was it before they then started having to do all the enhancements for the current base game? Um, they've been talking about it for at least five years. I remember sitting at E3, so you're talking at least E3 2019, talking to Pavel Sasko about multiplayer. And, you know, it, it's, it's a thing that they've been experimenting with for a while. More recently, they said it's a standalone AAA experience but pre-Cyberpunk coming out. And I just wonder, like, is there an appetite? Is there an audience for Cyberpunk multiplayer right now? I mean, it has had, the game itself has had quite the renaissance since Edge Runners came out. We've written about it a few times on the site. So, I mean, people are definitely playing Cyberpunk. They are. But if you're into the Cyberpunk anime, the storyline, does that mean that you also <coughs> want to... Do people want to use that world to go around and shoot each other? If that is even what they are doing, you know, the speculation is they want to do like a GTA Online Cyberpunk. Well, well, that's the thing. Better to do it now, right, than when the next GTA comes out because that's really, really fierce competition. And I don't think they'd win that, to be honest. No, well, just based on the popularity of GTA Online currently. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for sure, GTA 6 would be probably the best-selling game beating GTA Live. Like, it's almost like a certainty. Um, it'd be very difficult for them to compete with that. Yeah, so they'd have to probably release it in the next year at least, wouldn't they? Mm. To get... I do feel like a sort of cyberpunk MMO makes sense. Um, I mean, for me, the one thing that I... Well, not one thing. There are multiple things I didn't like about cyberpunk. But um, (laughs) for me, there was a real tension between them trying to tell a very specific story... Um, which is essentially not V's, it's Johnny Silverhands, which is Keanu Reeves' character. You're basically playing as him. Um, and you don't really get a chance to role play. It's kind of them telling a very specific story. But then in this huge open world where you can be anyone and do anything, but then we haven't actually made half of it. So sorry, the world's empty. And I would love for them to either focus on that and make it a huge MMO where you can be anyone and you can do anything and interact in this amazing city, which the city is the star of the show here. Like it's not V or whatever else. It's it's <laughs> Night City and yeah, the, the sure. detail they put into that. And having an MMO where you can explore that, I think would be amazing. Well, On the other hand, I would love for them to just do a really linear narrative game, which essentially is, I think, why Edge Runners is successful because it's based in that world, <laughs> but it's telling a very specific story without all the open world rubbish that they failed at. And I think that's maybe why people have been drawn to Edge Runners because it's so story focused. And I think I'd love for them to focus on one of those, but not try and do both. Well, I was going to say, I think if they were only working on another cyberpunk sequel and another Witcher game, I feel like they'd have enough resources to expand what they came out with, with Cyberpunk 2077, and maybe have an MMO or at least an expanded game. But given that they have so many projects on the line and they've really stretched themselves, I just don't think they'll be able to do that so i i fear that we're just going to get like a cyberpunk 2077 part two where it sort of doesn't know what kind of, what kind of game it wants to be mm. which would be quite unfortunate in my opinion yes a lot agreed. of people though were missing the gang warfare aspect of uh the base game so i don't know if that's something they would implement into any multiplayer or that's maybe what they're considering that would work maybe maybe they can put back wall running like a <laughs> splatfest style gang situation so so let's paint, what was the cyberpunk let's paint Night City. <laughs> <laughs> what do you all think then is going to be the Hadar 
given that we've got cyberpunk, which is very futuristic, and then the Witcher, which is not futuristic but fantasy. I hope it's something they... completely out there. But all they've yeah. said is it's uh, another RPG. But yeah, in terms of settings, you've got look at Bioware. You've got the same. You've got um, sci-fi. I guess cyberpunk is sci-fi sort of not really um and you've got fantasy uh i mean would they do space that's what i was thinking compete with starfield starfield <laughs> mass effect 5 I, there's definitely an audience for that i, I would eat so that many space games at the moment though it's like the race for space but yeah. in the video game world I still think there's room. <laughs> I would like to see one. <laughs> I quite, and this is quite generic, but pirates, like I, I'm not uh, really sold on, I've never really been sold on Sea of Thieves because it's so, uh, it's a live service and yeah. just repeat jobs endlessly. And I try so hard to get into that game. Yeah, but it's, it's very hollow. It's just, I want a pirate game with a really strong story. Well, we've got Scott like Bones Black from Ubisoft. Oh, yeah, I want a pirate one. game with a really strong story. Just <laughs> <laughs> play Black Flag again. I'm sure you've played that. You got Lego Pirates yes. of the Caribbean. Play Return to Monkey Island. Oh, I really should. You should. It's great. I don't I know. There's potential in a pirates game, but I don't know. Mm. They could do it. I don't know if I'd want another space, especially not another space horror. Like we're 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 spoiled for space horror. There's a lot of space at the moment. Ooh, under the water. Let's go the like other direction. Rapture? Like a Bioshock. Bioshock. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. That'd I say let CDPR, you can do that. <laughs> we're not doing it. <laughs> this thing, it could be absolutely anything. Is it like? Is it going to be based on an existing IP that they just haven't said, like The Witcher? Or is this it's, a complete creation? No, also, it's a new or is this IP. Complete well, yeah, creation. New IP. It could be absolutely anything. Ooh. Is there anything you would want it to be, like a genre that you'd like to see them tackle as an RPG? I mean, if they're saying it's an RPG, then that's fine. That's them sticking to their roots. Maybe they can actually make one this time instead of Cyberpunk. <laughs> um, so salty. <laughs> but. <laughs> It's too easy to be shady. I'm sorry. Um, I, in term, I mean, in terms of settings, I could tell you a million things that I don't want it to be, which is the same as everything else. Like, I don't want a game set in space because that's boring. I don't want another game set in Japan because there are a million of those at the moment. All right. I don't want Cyberpunk something set in a modern day sim. America. You know what? I don't yeah. want a farming sim. <laughs> I actually agree with Ed that I think whatever the genre, it'd be good to like look up parts of the world that are just are never covered in video games there's plenty of it i think it'd be really good um or give us medieval <laughs> fantasy but with a completely different spin on it somehow but then it'd compete with witch ivy wouldn't it depends what it is i mean i think what people like about the witcher and this is partly because of the source material is that it has that sort of low fantasy gritty sort of slightly mm. more political feel to it rather than a being you know, high fantasy. Yeah. Maybe they'd want to do something more high fantasy instead. Um, or or maybe they want to take that grittiness but put it in a different setting somehow. I think, though, whatever they do do, if they do something even remotely similar to Witcher or Cyberpunk, those IPs are so... Not IPs, those genres are so well known that yeah. if they do really something similar, they're going to be like, well, it's not The Witcher or it's not Cyberpunk. Yeah. 
it needs to be different. What if they go off the wall and do like a racing game? <laughs> just something you just don't expect. It will be an RPG. Maybe it'll be a racing RPG. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Spyware did a Sonic, Sonic RPG. I'd play that. Oh, look at your eyes go misty there. <laughs> Sonic Dark Side Chronicles, isn't that what it was called? The Bioware yep. game? Did you ever play that? I didn't. And I remember seeing it thinking, I really want to play that at some point, and I just never got around to it. And I presume it's quite hard to find copies now. Yeah. I never looked. It was the lowest rated Bioware game until Anthem came out. <laughs> oh. Wow. Ouch. What a title. Mm. <laughs> so, which of these projects are you most excited about? Which of these projects? Yeah, which of these? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness me. The new Witcher. I think the new Witcher, Witcher trilogy. 4. Yeah. I think Witcher I'm for me. Na- like, as a fan of narrative-based role-playing games and huge scope and ambition and you know the Mass Effect trilogy is still probably my favorite game series of all time um I just love it I love the balls of just them saying yeah we're doing a trilogy that to me suggests that they have really big plans big ideas that's too that are too big for one game and they want to take players on a journey and I love the idea that just as we had with Mass Effect that a new generation of players will um, experience a story over you know, six years uh, of like epic proportions, and that that gets me really excited. I like the idea of The Witcher just because I generally prefer that setting. I'm not. I wasn't really into the whole cyberpunk futuristic aesthetic, um, which is probably one of the reasons I didn't particularly enjoy the game. Um, but I like The Witcher setting, so for me, The Witcher trilogy would be the most interesting. Unless they come out with some underwater Hadar stuff, then I'll be <laughs> on board with that. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm like the complete opposite of it. I, th- I really like the cyberpunk vibe. Um, I was obviously quite disappointed with 2077. I just hope now they have a second chance at it, they really do flesh it out and do like a proper game. Um, like maybe full RPG mechanics and all sorts of quest lines and dialogue. That, that'd be like my dream come true. But Flying I, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my expectations. Keanu Reeves romance. <laughs> with no Keanu Reeves that's my one that's my one like condition <laughs> ah, controversial what about you Ed? There, there kind of is a Keanu Reeves romance kind of there's but, a mod hey, isn't there well in your head um, <laughs> isn't that how it all works they put the mods inside your head yeah like, he's in your head but yeah yeah um, I am interested the most in whichever game has you playing as Siri and I don't know if that is the spin-off or the trilogy, but I am excited to play as a different character in that world. I would also love it if one of those was playing as Yennefer, just being an absolute boss witch. I think that would be really cool. Um, but I suspect we'll end up just playing as Geralt again. But yeah, whichever one I think is Siri, I think will be a different enough spin on that world. Because I love The Witcher 3, but I would love to be able to play as a different character, I think, and have a slightly different take on it. But... I think similar to Israq, I'm also intrigued to see what they can do with Orion in terms of cyberpunk and can they actually fulfill what they tried to do the first time. Um, I think people will be very much anticipating that. None of us mm. have said multiplayer. <laughs> Good point. I don't like very playing with other people. 
that's not why I play video games. Yeah, I do feel. I mean, I feel that way about uh, CD Projekt Red stuff. Definitely. Cool. Uh, well, maybe we'll hear more by next week. We're not going to hear more by next week. This is going to be. We'll still be talking about when's Witch of Five coming out in, in, in five years' time, probably. Uh, but do join us next week. We'll have something else to talk about, I'm sure. In the meantime, where can people find you on Twitter? Ed. You can find me at Ed underscore Knights. And Victoria. I have forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> little, little chop shop gal. My gosh, I had a complete go. mind blank. It's <laughs> been am... a long week. I, and, been yeah. a lot going on. You don't it's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Lost my um, it's ishrxu underscore. And I'm Tom Phipps. Uh, uh, oh, God. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> Speak to you next Phillips, week. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See you next time, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye bye. See you then. Bye.